So my dad passed away in 2015. We weren't talking and it took a month for his family to track me down. Before I ever knew he was gone, I started hearing from him in heaven. It consumed me. How is communication with the other side even possible? I left my corporate gig, studied with spiritual teachers on every coast, and worked with my angels to figure out the answers. Today, my mission is teaching you how to raise your vibration, shift your thoughts, trust your intuition, develop your unique spiritual gifts, and connect with your loved ones and angels on the other side. Friends, when you have these tools, life really does become heaven on earth. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are here with Jay. Jay, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. So you tell us about your first story. Yeah, definitely. So my story really start in 2015. I gave birth to my beautiful son. Um, I had a very traumatic birth and shortly after I was diagnosed with postnatal depression and anxiety. So I was completely convinced that Sid was going to die. Um, I used to put him down to bed and cry because I thought he would be dead in the morning and it was really horrible. Um, through counselling and getting back to work a bit in normality, um, I got better. But then in 2018, my anxiety came back due to a number of reasons. I had daily bouts of crying and I was really miserable. So I used to sit on my granddad's grave, who I've never even met before, and I used to cry <laughs> and beg him for help. I felt like I was going crazy. My best friend, Roxanne, who lives about 300 miles away, knew exactly when to pick up the phone and I felt like it was my granddad giving her a nudge each time I went there to say, right, she's here again, please give her a wee phone. <laughs> um, in 2012, uh, 2018, sorry, my mum asked if I wanted to go and see a spiritualist and I agreed. So we went along. The spiritualist took me first and my mum stayed in the waiting room. After my reading, um, she clearly saw that I was troubled and she asked if I believed in angels. I had never really thought about angels before, apart from, you know, Jesus and Mary and <laughs> the Nativity. But I've always had an open mind with things. And I said, well, yeah, I suppose, why not? Why, why shouldn't they be there? So she brought out some angel cards. She asked me to pull three and she saw my anxiety. And she told me about Archangel Michael. And when I feel scared or vulnerable, I have to ask him for protection and he'll protect me. And Sit, my little boy. I thanked her for her time and then she took my mum and I went to go and sit in the waiting room. I was still really sad, but strangely really peaceful. I felt like he had just, I don't know, come over me. Like I suddenly realised that they were real. And just at that moment, <laughs> the radio started playing Beyonce's Halo. <laughs> and I was beside myself I started laughing I started crying um, after the song I got up and had a little wander around the waiting room I went over to a shelf where there were small trinkets on display I picked up a small glass pebble with a white model of an angel with a sword and a shield molded inside I knew straight away it was Archangel Michael without even knowing what it looked like 
So when the spiritualist came out, I asked about the PayPal. She looked startled and when I said that I just found it on the shelf, she said, oh, I thought I sold them all. Um, that is, it's Archangel Michael. Needless to say, I bought it and he watches over my son's bed at night. A few months passed and I started to feel a bit better. Peace washed over me and I started to see flashes and movements in the corner of my eyes at night when my son was sleeping and I was just chilling on the sofa. I was a single mum at the time and I just bored by myself. I knew it was my angels and I just felt no fear. However, one night after a horrific story hit the news about the death of a child in another part of Scotland, I suffered a relapse into anxious thoughts about mummy boy. I lay in bed crying and imagining all the worst scenarios. And I felt like I was walking in that poor child's mother's shoes and I felt unbelievable pain for her. I begged for a sign. I must have burned Archangel Michael's ears off because I prayed to him so much that day. All of a sudden, I heard a noise in the kitchen. I didn't know at the time. I didn't know the time, but it was late, maybe 11 or 12. Sid was sleeping and I was the only one in the apartment. So I slowly walked through. I saw a photo of Sid lying face up on the kitchen floor. It had been stuck to the fridge with a magnet and it hadn't moved for about two years. So I knew it was a sign. The angels were saying, don't fret, we've got them, you're fine. <laughs> I picked up the picture and I finally went back to sleep and um, back to bed and drifted off to sleep. So two years passed since then, said work life took up my time in a flat and I felt I was finally living in peace. Then COVID came. <laughs> Overall, I've been so lucky. We've not been affected by COVID in any sort of medical way and we've all been, we've all kept in such good health and I will continue to be unbelievably grateful for this. However, being flung into a new way of working from home and Sid having abruptly been taken out of preschool and living with death and illness surrounding us in our communities and in the news, it led to a flare-up of my anxiety only this time it circled around my own health. I had countless imaginary conversations with Sid trying to explain that mummy was ill and soon she wouldn't be here. I cried every day and every day I convinced myself I had a symptom of another awful deadly disease. My brain was under so much pressure due to these anxious thoughts I couldn't function and I couldn't concentrate. I started to develop symptoms, pins and needles, dizziness, you name it, I had it, chest pains. <laughs> I spoke to the doctor and um, Unfortunately, I was <laughs> after tests and trips to the hospital and about nine doctors later, they told me that my symptoms were psychosomatic and it was all due to my anxiety. I couldn't believe it. I was relieved and I was also concerned. Had my mental health got so bad that my brain had started to play tricks on me? The answer was yes. <laughs> I got to go home. I was told to relax and speak to my normal doctor. Um, prescribed antidepressants antidepressants but it took a while for me to feel better. One night in bed I faced another night of crying myself to sleep while playing scenarios in my head about how Sid would deal with life without me. I closed my eyes and prayed to God, the universe and my angels. I had my eyes tight shut just repeating please 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 all over, over and over. All of a sudden with my eyes still tight shut I felt a sensation on my right cheek it was like a string that was being dangled above me and brushed through my tears. It lasted only maybe two seconds and it was gone, but I stopped crying immediately and opened my eyes. No one was there, my son was sleeping, and my new partner was 
in the living room watching TV. So my door was closed. Nobody could have done that. And the sensation was heavier than hair, even if hair could have been such a position. I knew it was my angels wiping my tears away. The next day was when I found your podcast. So for some reason, I turned to spirit in my darkest moment. So after that night, it reignited my passion to find more, find out more about them. And I found your podcast. I listened to the first two episodes and I won it and I was hooked. <laughs> You've been like a friend during my time of need. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you taught me how to look out for signs and oh my God, I get signs all the time. Angel numbers are 111, 222 and 444. Even when I typed this email, I saw 111 and 222s everywhere. One morning, I drove to work feeling a bit rubbish, but not sure why. I was driving a courtesy car and it only had a radio, so I was skipping through stations trying to find a song. I love music and it speaks to my soul. I don't know why I lingered on a station that was just two presenters talking, but after that, a vicar came on to read a passage from the Bible. She then had an anecdote about people shouldn't feel sad about getting older, they should just feel happy that they're getting wiser and spending more time on the earth. I've got a thing about getting old as well, that's another one of my anxieties. So the vicar said goodbye and I started channel hopping again. And the very next station started playing the Eurythmics, there must be an angel playing with my heart. I laughed out loud and I was reminded of Beyonce's halo playing after Meridian with a psychic two years ago. The funny thing is, I got to work that morning, I made my coffee and done my usual social media scroll, and I can't remember if you had put on a grid post or a story, but it was something about angels having a sense of humour and playing with you, and oh my god, they played with me that day. <laughs> my mum has been dragged along into this angel experience too. Although she's very spiritual, she's got some, she had to get used to the angel talk. <laughs> And I got angel cards and I gave her a reading one day. Fast forward two days, I received a message from my mum saying, I have to tell you my angel encountered that experience last night. Of course I had to call her straight away. She lives three stories up and quite away from the street that she's on. And she's also got a marionette puppet hanging in her bathroom that's got a little bell that dangles when you play with the puppet. So my mum had settled down for the night. She lives by herself as well and she drifted off to sleep. She went into her dream when, when she was in her bedroom and she could hear the marionette fell. Then she woke up. The bell was ringing in the bathroom, but it stopped at the moment she woke up. She looked at the clock and it was 12.45. She turned around at the top of her curtain. There was a dazzling light, a mush dress that she was wide awake at this point. She squinted her eyes and her immediate thought was, oh my God, that is an angel. The angel was so bright and had taken the shape of an infant button wing almost like a cherub. The angel looked at her and my mum looked back. The angel then pushed back her curtain and she, the, uh, it disappeared. The vision and brightness was gone, but the curtain was still moving. So, needless to say, she was up for a few hours after that, googling all things thing the angel, and she's now a firm believer. Friends, have you ever heard of ancestral trauma? It is us having deep-seated wounds within us that really cause us to behave in certain ways and 
It infiltrates our relationships, our work, and our life as adults. So friends, in September, we are doing an entire course on ancestral trauma. And you can purchase this course, take it with us live or anytime afterwards. But all of September, the entire month of September will all be about ancestral trauma. And you can head over to the website, The angelmedium.com to take that course. We're going to be bringing in your angels, working with your angels to help you release spiritually some of these old wounds that you've been holding on to. Also, remember that when you write a five-star positive review, we enter you into a monthly drawing to win a free session with me. This month's winner is in the show notes below. One more thing, friends, if you want to do this work for yourself, if you want to be a healer who works one-on-one with people, you have to go through a training program to learn how to do this work. And I would love to help you with that. If you want more information on my Angel Reiki School, where you learn how to develop your spiritual gifts, also hop on over to my website, The Angel Medium, and look up The Angel Reiki School. Now let's dive back into the show. I'm coming on to my last two stories. <laughs> so a bit of important background here. Um, just at Christmas, I got certified red and green helium balloons for when he's first of December elf on the shelf arrival. He loved them. The next day, he turned a green one into Sid by writing his name on one side of the balloon and then drawing a face on the other. My anxiety had once again been playing up. So during an attempted meditation the night before, I said a prayer to God and I to keep us both healthy. I asked them, um, my angels and God, to stop my anxious thoughts and bring me back to a more peaceful attitude. I kept hearing the floor creak in the hall and I felt a presence, so I kept open my eyes. I still have a wee bit of fear when I hear noises along with feeling presences, but I'm trying to overcome that. Anyway, my partner Dean was having a hard time with the PlayStation game, so all I could hear was swearing and, <laughs> and every second breath was a loud sigh from the living room. I couldn't fully let go, so I gave up and went to sleep. I slept all night, and when I got up in the morning, I went to the toilet and came back into the bedroom. Sid's balloon was floating right above our pillows. I called to Dean, who woke up and even got him to look. Even he was shocked. The balloons were all in the living room when I went to bed. I moved towards the bed as Dean tried to pull out the ribbon. The ribbon was lodged inside of my pillow, and it must have been properly anchored to me during the night. I took it through to the living room and watched it all morning. It barely moved, so I don't know how how it managed to get itself stuck under my pillow in my bedroom. So I took it as a massive sign that everything will be okay, and I thank my angels so much. Last angel story now. On the 20th of December, after nearly five days of anxiousness, convincing myself that I had more neurology, (laughs) I meditated and asked my angels to help keep keep my thoughts positive. During meditation, I felt a presence beside me. There was brown hair. I asked who it was and they said Gabriel. So I asked again and it was Gabriel. My mind questioned this as I know he is an archangel but not one that I've concentrated on before. I asked for the name to come back in another way. 
and I saw Gabriel being typed out in my mind as if on an old typewriter. Again, I questioned myself and asked if it could be confirmed to me whilst not in meditation. I came out of meditation suddenly when Dean went to the toilet. I felt super chilled, like I was still connected to someone else. When I came out of it, I googled Gabriel and found that Archangel Gabriel is associated with purity and is often called upon to help cleanse and purify thoughts and feelings. So, I think that he was trying to cleanse my thoughts. (laughs) So, there's my story. I'm sorry it's been so long, but I just wanted you to know about them and I wanted a chance to personally thank you for what you're doing, for what you do. Your podcasts are amazing and brought so much peace to my dark days. And I can't wait to see what else I learned from you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> this is just like so touching and so heartfelt. And Jay, I love this. Thank you for, for sharing and being like just so open and honest, you know, because I feel like there's so many people out there who just need to hear that they're not alone in that they suffer thoughts too so thank you for being willing to share oh not a problem not a problem just like your podcast found me at the best time ever and every day I learn and my um my goal is to join your angel um Reiki school and we are in the process of buying a house just now. So as soon as that's done and dusted, I'll have a little bit more of a disposable income. But that is definitely my goal. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited for you. So do you mind kind of going a little deeper into this who are listening? Because I know people around me who struggle with anxiety to a very like high degree when that happens, what does that feel like for you or, you know, kind of describe it to people? So when I'm going through a, an anxious episode, it depends if, if it's about myself, which more recently it has been, I feel like it's happening. Like there is nobody that can tell me oh it won't happen or don't worry or you're just getting yourself wound up like I am living through it I am experiencing everything I mean my brain was able to trick my body into thinking there was something seriously wrong with me and I just I can't believe that that is even possible because my symptoms were so real and when I was in the hospital I was so convinced I was like this is it they're going to tell me I'm going to have to go home I'm going to have to explain to my son when I'm feeling anxious about my son it's like if I hear a horrible story on the news I totally feel like I lived through it although I wouldn't thankfully I've never been in that position and I hope I never am but I feel like my body goes through it you know like that's my child this is what that mother must be feeling and it's awful. Like it's it's so real. So real. Um there's a lot that I want to say here. The angels are coming in. Here in America, like when we have like when you have anxiety, you you're often like asked to go work with a counselor or therapist, which I highly recommend. Do you have somebody that you work with? I 
don't at the moment. Um, I was getting counselling after Sid was born. Um, I did try through my work. I've got this sort of it's like medical um, insurance, but unfortunately, they said my anxiety was too um, severe for them to to work with. I wanted to see a psychiatrist in March, but unfortunately, um, they're pretty expensive, so <laughs> I didn't go there because I was also paying for physiotherapy. Um, however, I am feeling a lot better just now, and the physiotherapy stopped. So, if I, you know, like I am going to look at counselling again. Yeah, that's perfect. They're doing something where it's kind of changing in the United States a little bit, where you don't always have to go to somebody right in the same town as you because of COVID. There are a lot of people who are seeing people virtually. Some people are not, and then, you know, some people can't cross state bounds. So I have a look in your area, but the angels are really like tying you with a person who has experience with like severe anxiety. And you could find that person and they're willing to work with you remotely. Your angels are trying to make this connection and bring you yeah. together so that you can get those, you know, those tools and those those tricks that only those therapists and certified uh, professional counselors have. But your angels are so working with you and your son to really help you like streamline this anxiety and kind of just bring the level of it down. Mm -hmm. Who's the grandmotherly energy on the other side? Because she's right here too. And she says that she helps as a part of your spirit team always. Okay. So that will a hundred percent be my mother's grandmother. So she comes through every reading. I just lost my Nana um, in March. So she, she'll be over there somewhere, but she's still fairly new. But we, I call her Mantoni because um, her name was Antonia. And uh, I never met her. She died when my, my mom was very young, but she is always there. Okay, perfect. Do you still have like the picture or something? Because she keeps showing me like this vision of her house. like, And she feels like very connected to where she lived when she was here. like. She loves this house. She loves the the property. You know, she like, I feel like this was almost like her heaven on earth space to be. There is one picture that I've seen of her and she's outside her house. And every time I vision, like I visualize her, it's that picture. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> she's coming in and she's saying, please don't worry about your son. He's completely fine. And listen, I don't, I, I never want to minimize like mental health concerns. I never want to minimize anxieties, but she's come in and said this three times. So I'm going to say it. She keeps talking about ancestral trauma and what they've shown me is that like, okay, so let's say we all stem from the cavemen, right? And our DNA is passed down and passed down and passed down and passed down. And we have had ancestors who have survived and we have had ancestors who haven't. And you're obviously from the ones who have survived because you're here, right? Yeah. The fears 
as I've been doing this work over the last three, four years, it's become extremely evident to me that journalists know and news outlets know that a mother cannot bypass a story in the newspaper or online that you're going to read. And they jack up these headlines, right, to pique your interest because of our ancestral history, our DNA that goes back so far. It's almost like a written book within your DNA that is passed down from person to person, a record of, okay, don't let your kid do this, 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 and this because, and don't you do this, 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 and this because. And so we can't, I, I, I feel like it's hardwired into us that we, because I do it too. Like I can't not look at one of these articles and then I'm telling my daughter, don't you know, what was it home day? One day it was like a person ate a snail and passed away. And I was like, don't ever eat a snail. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and she's like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, but to some extent, isn't that all of us moms to all of our oh, kids? God. Yeah. My mom says the same. She's like, oh, was like that with you, Jade. I was like, no, but nobody can hold a ball. Uh, but it's funny you should say that. I did ask somebody about um, past life regressions one day um, when I went to go and get another read in, and she says, no. She went, don't, don't go there. She went, you're, uh, she felt that my fear came from a past life, and if I went back there, I would remember it and, you know, don't want to do that. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, you don't want to go back to that. Because you're not trying to bring that out again. And that's exactly what we talked about in the book that I've got coming out this fall. Like the angels will always say the Akashic Records is meant to be used in a specific way. And past life regressions are meant to be used in a specific way to help you with this lifetime or anything that carried over from a past life. If we're endless beings, right? We have no beginning. Our soul has no end. Then I think the number of lifetimes we've really probably lived is much higher than we think it is. And the number of things that we've been through is much higher than we think it is. And so going into things just because you're like, well, I'm curious. You know, no, and it's in other people too that have come into my office where they've opened things up and then they, they struggle with it because as soon as they open it up, it's almost as if they're taking on the energy of it again in this lifetime. And yet they have none of the clues that they had in that lifetime because they don't truly know they were, they didn't experience it here. So no, do not go through it. Um, in that way, what your grandma is saying is that what you have to realize is that there is this hard wiring within us as females to want to protect our children to the nth degree and to be here ourselves, you know, to just ensure the best for them. And I got to tell you, I feel this all the time. Like when you're in a man's energy, and you're working with a, a male's energy, most of the time their energy feels like, eh, you know, how I, you know, like, 
God, I lived a good life. You take me whenever you want. And women are like, what technology is coming out? Like, how long can I live? How long past that can I actually live? Because I want to be here to support everybody that I can for as long as possible. That's the majority of my clients, right? Yeah. It's hardwired into us. So what she's saying is, she told me this three times as well. She said, you don't have to go into past lives to cut the cords of them. So you can just imagine that there's these energetic cords between you and these past lives. And you're like, I I don't even want to go there. I don't want to know what happened. I just want to be done with that energy. I want you to bring in Archangel Michael. Imagine these lines of energy between you and your past lives. And then just take some sort of element or even just use your hands to just bring the lines. And what you'll end up seeing is like kind of like this really long umbilical cord, but it's more of just like a strand will end up kind of falling to the ground on both sides. And then it'll end up kind of like a, like a ray just like coming back into you. Does that make sense? Yeah, I can see it. I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you have Archangel Michael there with you, he brings this element of just safety and security. And your spirit team, though, they're just really excited for you because they said there's a lot of really great things coming up, Jay, in every aspect. And they said they want you to continue to tell yourself this. This isn't for me to suffer with my entire life. This is for me to understand and move through so that I know how to help other people one day because I do see you using it in a way later on in the future where you do use it to to help. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Goodness, of course. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thanks for having me. And um, hopefully I'll see you soon. In the angel making skill. <laughs> you too. All my love, friend. Yes, you too. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Blessings to you. Bye. Bye. Beautiful souls, I'm so excited to announce that my book on angels and how they're working miracles in your life will be available on Amazon fall of 2021. If you're listening on or after fall of 2021, check it out. Friends, if you'd like to work with me each week, my angel membership program is perfect for you. You can join at any time and you get access to past courses. In 2021, I'll be teaching you about a new topic each month. We started the year in February with a course on oneness and raising your vibration. March is angel communication, how to hear your angels. April is trusting your intuition. May is knowing your soul's purpose. June is working with Archangel Raphael to learn self-energy healing techniques and chakras 101. July is rewriting the stories you've been holding on to. August is all about rewiring your mind to move past blocks. September is energetically working through ancestral trauma. October is working with your inner child and Archangel Michael. November is a guide to being an empath.
Then we're rounding out the year with a course in December that helps you connect with your loved ones on the other side to help you deepen your personal connection with them. And in January 2022, we'll be back with a whole new course on manifestation and co-creation. You get all of this live group access to me, two new pre-recorded Reiki healings, an advance notice to book a session with me when you're an angel member. Sign up for the angel membership anytime. If you're listening in 2022, please know that we're planning to add new content each month. For details and to sign up, view the show notes below. Friends, the only thing that's not included in the angel membership right now is the Angel Reiki School, where you learn to develop your unique spiritual gifts. Whereas the angel membership is about your awakening journey and your personal spiritual growth, the Angel Reiki School, on the other hand, certifies you as an Angel Reiki Master Teacher and teaches you the art of energy healing and bringing through messages for your clients. Friends, if you're feeling called to the Angel Reiki School, it's because the souls you're here to help on earth, well, they're omnipresent piece of them. You know, their higher selves on the other side. That's what's behind you, pushing you, fueling you to become who you're meant to be. Because when you do, they know your work will shift the trajectory of their life here. That's what I mean when I say you have big, big purpose in this lifetime. A new class of the Angel Reiki School starts on the first of each month. Speaking of the Angel Reiki School, we're going to need about 800 volunteers this year. We select volunteers from people who've written a five-star positive review and emailed us a copy. That way, we have a way of contacting you for your free volunteer session. Many of you have asked if I'm still booking sessions, and the answer to that is yes. I love, love, love my sessions with you. We have a new system where we send out an email once a month with a link to my calendar for you to book online. It's really easy. All you have to do is sign up to be on my email list on my website, theangelmedium.com. I've been spending a ton of time going live with you on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and I'm having a blast with it. Join me over on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new content, teaching videos, and actual video footage of these podcast episodes. Friends, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for being part of this community and listening to this show. I truly feel that this is your show and the angels show, and I just feel so blessed to be a part of it. You're the most supportive community a podcaster could have. I pray for you every day. If you have a special prayer request, you can submit it through my website homepage and I'll be praying for you personally. Now for the oneness meditation, which is the last five minutes of every episode. And as you do this meditation, you'll raise your vibration and the vibration of the planet. Friends, what I want you to do is to just get into a relaxed position. If you are driving, operating machinery, need to concentrate, 
then this meditation is not for you. But anyone who is able to focus their attention on it, please join me. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that your socks, your shoes are off and that your bare feet are able to connect with the soil of the earth. And down through the bottom, the soles of your feet are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. Those roots go down far and wide, anchoring you into the earth as if you were a tree yourself. And up through those roots comes this beautiful, yummy, tingly energy. Begins to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow this yummy, tingly energy to just dance up over your feet, around your ankles. Feel this yummy, tingly energy as it moves up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. this energy at your knees and allow it to move up the thighs, the hamstrings, all the way up to the sides of the hips. I want you to allow this energy to move from the hips up to the base of your spine, the base of your stomach. And I want you to feel this energy as it climbs up the spine and the stomach all the way up until it reaches your heart. As you feel this yummy, tingly, sparkly energy surrounding the outside of your heart, filling the inside of your heart, notice how your entire body comes into a gentle state of ease. Allow this energy to move up into the shoulders, into the neck. Feel it as it fills your entire head front to back, side to side, top to bottom. And then feel this energy as it moves through the hair follicles on the top of your head so that you feel this yummy tingliness two inches to ten feet or higher above the top of your head. Friends, you might feel like there's a string above your head lifting you up towards the sky. You might feel an airy floatiness. You might feel an expansive spaciousness. What I want you to do from here is imagine that there is this large opening at the crown of your head. It's the size of a cereal bowl, right? And I want you to imagine that it extends upwards towards heaven and that God sends this loving, peace-filled, 
oneness energy. It's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's bliss, it's ease, it's grace. And God just sends this energy through the crown of your head. It moves through your head, down through your neck, down through your shoulders, and it starts to pull this God energy, starts to pull around your heart, within your heart. And I just want you to feel that for a moment. And I want you to just tap in and notice. I want you to notice that your heart, your physical heart, is one with your body. And I want you to notice that your heart and your body are one with the air surrounding you. that your heart, your body, the air surrounding you are one with all life here on earth, all plants, all people, all animals, all life on earth. And now notice how your heart, body, air surrounding you, all life here on ones on the other side. See them. See them in detail, friends, because you seeing them in detail is the exact same thing as you going to them on the other side, knocking on their door, asking them to spend time with you. They love you so incredibly much. They want to spend time with you. They want to develop that relationship with you. When they're there, you're here. I know it's different, but you can still have that beautiful, incredible relationship. All of these beings, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, they form your spirit team who's always working to guide you, direct you, protect you. Friends, what I want you to do is just take some time with them right here, right now. What they want you to know is that they are working with you all the time. What they want you to know is that they are sending you signs and symbols to show you that they're next to you. Friends, they ask you to see that they are bringing in gift after gift after gift 
through your heart chakra to bless your life with miracles. Friends, it's your job to remain open, to believe, and to trust that they are working miracles in your life. Friends, I love you. They love you so incredibly much. Stay open and know, believe, trust, have faith. Know like you know like you know that they are working with you always. See you here next time. Have a blessed day.